Uh, today we are watching, I'm not telling you till it's the show. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike, Mike this song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length I always love the guy in the back yelling my name out. <laughs> Gotta get my name out before that song ends. <laughs> Carl, that's a wonderful song. That was a makeup for saying Michael. Oh, was it? Well, it's oh. punk rock. It has some guy yelling, full length movie. <laughs> that's the theme song to our show. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. We can watch a movie on YouTube with you. You watch the movie and listen to the podcast at the same time. Carl, what's the movie today? Today we're watching The Nasty Rabbit, 1964. That's what you put in the search engine. The Nasty Rabbit. Two bees and rabbit. I know you know that, but I was a dummy. 1964. The Nasty Rabbi? I a go-go. Uh, yeah. The Nasty Rabbi, 1964. R- rabbit. Um, Spy a go-go was the original title of this when they were shooting it, and then something didn't go right like they couldn't use it because of some hollywood thing that wasn't on paperwork just like you better not do that so they changed the name okay it took me a second but i who's hosting this movie okay the one i prefer is mr d-e-e-j-f so you search for the nasty rabbit parentheses 1964 close paren and the I think it's the third one down Mr. M-R-D-E-E-J-F Mr. Deej alright so that sounds good we are all set on this end uh, we have the movie paused at zero 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 the nasty rabbit courtesy of Mr. Deej and we're going to have our countdown by none other than host of the Edge of Insanity podcast, the dulcimer tones himself. Give it up for Paul Brumbaugh. Paul Brumbaugh. Hey, what's happening, guys? What's going on, Carl? All right. What's going on? Good to have Glad you. Glad you're with us. Our countdown man. So go ahead and do the countdown. And do you mind clicking the... Uh, uh, play button as no, well? No, not at all. I, I'm multifaceted here. This is why you are. I'm, I'm multifaceted listening to you. Job security. All right, you guys, Do you know the drill. Put your finger over that triangle, and in three, two, one, go. All right, submarine. Stock footage. Yeah. The cowboy boots. Those are Russian. Okay, so we're in a Russian sub, and they're collecting the uh, Western, the American spy stuff. Yeah, they're getting the disguise, and it's cowboy stuff. Now, you see on the left there that 
stud of a dude. Yeah, look at him, That's man. Our hero. <laughs> dude, he looks like Nixon. he has a he has a body line. Uh, I mean, I look built compared to that guy. <laughs> look at him; he's wearing his That's shirt. Misha, Misha, our hero. He is spy X uh, X eleven. I think it is. He's a commie he's spy. Be our hero. Yeah, he's a commie but, spy. We're with the commies in this uh, movie. You can tell he's the good guy. Look at all the metal on his chest. <laughs> oh, that yeah. guy is actually um, the guy who who produced this movie. His name is uh, Arch Senior, and he has a son, Arch Junior, who's going to star in this movie and, and a several other B movies. Now these guys are cult people. I, and I mean, I've I've been aware of their films. They made like Yarg and all these kind of like goofy B movies, but I've never seen any of their films, let alone this spy parody. I do like that the Russian is smoking a cigarette in the submarine, which was common back then. <laughs> well, no, but no, in fairness to them, they did crack a window. <laughs> well, and the other thing I always, I, I'm always amazed whenever I hear that is somebody named themselves Senior because they knew they were going to have a junior. It's so crazy how that happens. <laughs> oh, I know, right off the bat, it's a little presumptuous. And how does the father feel? He's like, yeah, I don't give a shit. You start your own legacy, son. Yeah, that's a, a total pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, Paul. I felt the same thing or just like World War One. I. I was like, wait a minute. What are you planning? <laughs> what are you saying? Is there gonna be a sequel? There's the, this is there's gonna be a cliffhanger. It's gonna be like a season finale kind of thing. Now what's in this there's little container? Three, right? Right. <laughs> there's three. Yeah. yeah. Three it's the trilogy. Right? Oh yeah, right. It's coming. <laughs> this century. That's right. Brought to you by the same people that brought to you President Trump. <laughs> that's right. It's World War Three. Yeah. Him and his cronies. That's right. Kim John. It's going to be like Celebrity Apprentice season four, half a season. He goes, you're so, fired to the missiles. What are they? Uh, what oh, are that's they? a good one. Yeah, they say you're fired to the missiles. <laughs> our countdown man has not left, so we're, Paul's hanging out with us today as our yeah. special guest, and I'm very excited to have him here uh, to watch this movie. As you can tell, I have my hands on top of the table how excited I am. <laughs> He's wearing the, his hat. He's like the little San Francisco now, Chronicle review guy. I guess I better guy. catch you up with the plot a little bit. No. Please there, do. I bet you there's a... <laughs> no, no, don't ruin it. There's a rabbit in there, right? <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. Right. Okay. No, it's Schrodinger's cat. Oh, uh, damn. No, it wasn't a cat after all. Schrodinger, you got a lot to explain for. Yeah, we can't solve that equation. You know, we can't solve that or it's not... What is that, hippie juice? Like powdered hippie killing powder or something on the bunny? Uh, no, that is the um, the fernacious bacteria. Fernacious. Oh, gosh. I thought it was the new col golden Cadbury egg for Easter. <laughs> it has like a virus in it. E. coli. Why did I bite into this? The rabbit says smart-ass comment. Oh, the rabbit, the rabbit's talking? Well, not right now, but yeah. What does he say? It's a living? Stuff. Yeah, yeah. He does. Flintstone stuff. Oh, yeah. Squawk. He does. Um, okay, so his mission is to deliver this rabbit with a necklace full of the fernacious bacteria. And it's a so dangerous bacteria, it will kill the U.S. population in seven hours. But they get maximum range if he puts it on the Continental Divide. So that's his mission. Oh, all right. Get the bunny to the Continental Vibe at this exact time, and and people stop him, and that's the movie. Uh, yeah, and people have to stop him, and we're on his side, by the way. 
Oh, yeah. Misha, Misha. It's about time. What's Guess the blacklist what hero. Why is he the he, hero? He paid the money. <laughs> it's his budget. Is that Arch Hall Jr.? Is that Jr.? No, no. That's, um, okay, let's see here. Ooh. Who's this Levixen with their long cigarette well, lighter? Well, we're now seeing a bunch of spies who are on to him. And they will chase him throughout. There's Danny DeVito. That's the toilet bowl man after a bad flush. <laughs> yeah. No, we have a West German guy, and he's like all Nazi Nazi stuff. We've got this uh, sexy sexy woman, it's a sex pot, and she's a little famous. So and we a- have this Israeli guy, Danny DeVito, and we've got a Mexican and a sombrero and a Japanese. Yeah, I saw that. All spies out to get him. Well, good thing they're hiding in camouflage and wearing costumes so they won't expect them to be, like, Mexican. Now, you might recognize her face as the movie goes on. She was in stuff. One of the few. Sweet. There's Danny DeVito. Is that really Danny DeVito? Yeah, it's his first role. Really? Mm Mm-mm. Wow. why Why isn't this shown every Thanksgiving, then? Every Christmas. Look how Misha polluted there. Raff schmaff. Let the sea eat it. Yeah. It'll de- decompose. Oh, is this the Nazi? So here he comes upon the designated spot. You know, we didn't have the well, volume up. And he's going to get another package. And his mission has begun. Uh, is it an X? It's an X marks the spot, it? but it's a, tr- it's a rock that got marked. Such bad acting. I need to inspect it. Is this the... Oh, yeah. Look, stick your head right in front of it. Am I at the right place? Okay, what do I do now? They didn't have rollers uh, back then. They had to always... Uh, you had to carry your luggage that way. Yeah, sucked. And you can only... Uh, Avis cars were only available back then. Yeah, it was only Avis. Only Avis. And if you don't like it, sir, don't rip up your <laughs> rental agreement. Okay, now Misha's being met inexplicably by some dude. And they're both in on it, you know. Oh, yeah. the greatest spy ever. Good to meet you. And he's uh, going to drive them off uh, to a helicopter. It's, it's confusing plot. Okay, here's our stereotype. Yeah. He's going to shoot him? They're, what here's a sniper. A unfunny joke. The sniper's like four yards away. And click. He didn't load it. Uh, oh, I couldn't. Oh, oh, oh. Just attack the car at this point. Throw your gun at him. The sniper's like two feet away. Now, here we have the Mexican spy. Right. He's and right. it's really weird. Mexico is a world player that funded a spy and he's got a sombrero on. Yeah, I don't know why they put a sombrero on and a poncho. Oh, this now, is the vixen. Cecilia, the sex pot, and she's Natasha. getting a ride off the German. But the thing is, they're all supposed to be working together. So she wouldn't need to sexy, sexy your way into a ride. I don't get it. Maybe they don't know they're spies. I mean, they just think they're both American citizens. <laughs> oh, no. So this is another confusing thing. Here comes Danny DeVito. Right. He's like, move aside. I'll wanna, drive the car. I want to hear Danny. Danny DeVito wearing like a beret. Love that car, though. Oh, yeah. Didn't they use that car in Wise Guys? Yes, they did. 
Yes. <laughs> and twins. I'm learning to drive. Nasty Rabbit says the screen, but on the uh, sign it says Spies a Go-Go. And then they have to put in credits, a.k.a. Nasty Rabbit. Misha Terrible, says the other half of the sign. Yeah, Misha Terrible. There it is, Arch Hall Jr. Arch's performance. Arch Hall Sr. Melissa Arch Hall Jr. was like a love throb in B-movies. He was yeah, I know of him. He's made some films, but i just never seen any of them. Now, look, people are putting this down on the Internet, like, look how cheap. I mean, somebody did a lot of hard work. With to their, paint like, signs, staff. rabbit signs with the credits yeah. on it. It always looks That's cheap when they work. do that. We did Church Ball where they had the credits written on boxes or what have you. It's just, but you remember the superimposed computer graphics of it? And yeah. there was all that enthusiasm in the room because yeah. it was games. Yeah, no, you're right. It was of the moment, I guess. There you go. You have the copyright, so this is not public domain. Thank you, Rabbit. I don't think they spelled Macmillan right. Arch Hall, and they only have the senior and junior in the writing credit. Did you like it? Then it was senior. <laughs> I thought it was crap. Junior wrote it. See, it says Jane Landis. So yeah. I thought of that 16 Candles guy. Who is it? Landis? Well, there's Sean the Landis, who I like. Yeah. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with 16 Candles. That was Howard Deutsch or something like that from a John Hughes film. Inexplicably, Misha is now in a chopper, right? And he's getting, you know, I mean, why did they have him on a boat off the sub if there was a chopper? But okay. Well, this is not stock footage either. They could have started off the movie with original overhead footage. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Here again, we have, the again, the stupidest acting. Misha is going to tell the pilot to set it down right here, down, down. He's going to be pointing down. Yeah. Like the guy's going to go, oh, is that what you... <laughs> You'll see it in a second. Watch. Oh, I love the sound effect. It's some guy the in a boot. The owner is noticing. He looks at his back and he goes, oh, aha, it's right there. Oh, come on. you got to, That's good direction right there. Landis probably said, point, point. Now look, watch him, watch him point. All right. Good job. They're Good landing, job, they're landing. He say, okay, yes, key point. Yes. Yeah, look at his heads. That's right, on the ground. There you go, almost there. To cut the edge off now. So then, this, this is uh, Handel Gavin. He sees it and he phones in Agent X. Call, you know, he calls him a master spy. Mishka X-11 has arrived. Oh, boy. And government stuff. No, it's a joke on 007, because he's 007, yeah. but here he's X-11. <laughs> well, there was Spy, like, X-15 or something like that, written by Dashiell Hammond, the cartoon strip. I don't know. I huh. don't know. Spy Crave came and went, right? By the, by the mid-'70s, it was dead. Yeah. He lived in the 80s all right, though. Well, it was uh, the 60s. They had James Bond movies. And then, of course, our friend the Casino Royale as a parody. And then uh, the, the Matt Helms films, Dean Martin. He made about and four TV or five. Too, right? Yeah, yeah. Man from Uncle and, and Get yeah. Smart. And you just had it's like a, a lot of international movies were based on spy parodies just because that was what was popular around the world. Yeah. And uh, there's some good ones. Like, Waiter, There's a Spy in My Soup. And just, I need to see that. Just the general genre was made fun of during the 90s with Austin Powers, who kind of played off all the jokes off of that. Right, uh-huh. Right. So he's just checking in now with the secret subs. Oh, so this is the colonel eating a whole chicken in the summary. Right, and that's Arch Hall. Our... Oh, that's Arch Hall's junior and senior talking together? No, no, no. Would you... <laughs> 
That is Arch Hall Sr. Yes. Okay, you haven't met Arch Hall Jr. Okay, for I look forward. This Am is I... Misha. At Misha Tur. He was born in 186... Uh, where is it? Where is what? it? What? Yes, he was born in 1899. Huh. Um, yeah, and he was... Let's see. He had a trouble you. Died at age 87, and that was... What? 1987. So he made this movie during his, his lifespan. Right. He had the money to finance this thing, and Archibald was always looking for another chance to get his son to be a rock star. So this, so, so Misha Tur, this guy right here, paid Misha. Produ- Misha, he produced this movie. No, well, he paid the money. He paid the money. Oh, it was to really Archibald who produced. So he didn't get Part paid. The, he paid them. Right. He paid them. The worst Part of was, the instructions here was, burn your ID. Why bring it? <laughs> it's so stupid, this movie. Oh, he thinks he's caught, because here comes... A dog. Yeah. Misha, terrible. The dog is Chucko, and he'll save our day. Look how nice the dog is. He's yeah, this dog is... a ferocious attack. Look. Oh. Like owl noises. Oh, really? Let me hear that. Chucko down. Rawr. Chucko kill. Chucko is a pale white dog. Yeah, that's right. And he went on to be successful. Right. Oh, you know what? We're about to have like a lot of unfunny dialogue where I pretend that I am American. Let's you know, not fooling anyone. Maybe. What are you doing around these parts? I'm a cowboy from Montana. Montana? Carl, you know, I was reading this book called Hollywood Dogs That Drink. I don't know if I mentioned mm-hmm. it. But I was reading about <laughs> during the 80s, one of the big guys who tried to clean himself up was uh, Cujo. He tried to get right? Oh, really? Yeah, he went to a lot of meetings, and he was a very open dog about that. And uh, the problem was nobody wanted to be his sponsor or to have Cujo be their sponsor. So he, he went back to drinking. Is the joke because he's ferocious, horrible? Yeah. Cujo? Oh, mean- okay. okay. <laughs> I ain't being that guy's sponsor. Oh no, that means Cujo's that much fun. Yeah, that was actually bourbon. That was um, funny because I, I doing... think I saw the actually the follow up to that special where they actually go back to Skid Row. Uh huh. And they find Cujo. Yes. They find out that he had actually OD'd on the streets. Oh, such a sad and tragic story. Well, he, he never liked it because people would always call him Christine. You know, he got always mixed up. That movie? Yeah, they say, I'm not Christine. Do I look like a fucking car to you? That's what he used to say. I'm Cujo. How ironic is he got hit by a car? That's how he... Yeah, yeah Cujo got hit by Christine. Yeah. All right. He's from Montana, Oklahoma. He's not... Okay, now they, the movie spends a minute and a half on okay. a comedic joke that he can't get on the horse. Okay, let's start our timers. Two seconds. Yeah. Alright, he's gonna try again. This is me trying to get on a horse. Stick your head in there. Nope, just pat it. And the horse is like, what's going on back there? The dog's going, I'll go on. Oh, get out of here, humans. You humans, what what, would they're getting on the horse? I thought he was going, go ahead, go ahead, toss the horses solid. Toss the horses solid. (laughs) That's what it looks like. Go on with you. That dog can't believe it. That's it, go, human. (laughs) So, what, what else was Chaco in? Uh, Chucko was, well, no, I mean, I just assumed he went on to be successful. I mean, he is white. He is a white dog, yeah. 
I wonder if he's one of those white dogs, like in the movie White Dog. That snowballs was that what it was? The Disney one with uh, like a pack of white. Was can okay. I ask what color was yellow, old yellow? Was it yellow? The yeller. <laughs> old oh, yellow. yeller. No, he was, <laughs> he was called that because he used to scream. What color is your hair? Yeller. <laughs> yeah, yeller. All right, so we got. He's taking it finally. They're at the ranch. Okay. This this ranch is like really close to the Continental Divide, so it's a cover for him. The plot makes no sense. And the spies are, know about the location anyway. Here's Jackie, and Jackie is the hot daughter love interest. Uh, is he a uh, hall? Arch Jr. Is he Arch Jr.'s sister? Nice to uh, meet you. I don't think so. Not in real life. She never went on to do one other movie, one other thing. Sorry. And she's not bad. No, she, she has a squeaky voice we like. Young lady, that would be very nice if I would have a little drink first. A double vodka would be very, very nice. It's just stereotype, yeah, stereotype, stereotype. I ever saw who drinks vodka. Oh, because I'm half-breed Indian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. When in doubt, Russian Memphis on the Indians. Now, she's got her chaps on because she's about to go riding or she just went riding. Gotcha. I mean, why else do you have chaps? Well, you wear a maskless. I've never seen him otherwise. Now, who's this cool-ass dude? Uh, Marlon Brando. No, Jim, James Dean. No, Fonzarelli. That's a good guess, James Dean. Now, look, Jackie gets wind of a sexy dude. What's up? She's gone. Me, but oof. Oh, she oh. fell head over heels. Oh. She's in love. She's covering him in manure right now. Looks oh. like a football That's player. The so That's the shit. Well, it's going to take his helmet off. Wow. It's even better. He looks like Ken and Barbie. Adam's daughter. Oh, it's a pleasure. We sure appreciate you coming. Way out here to play for us. Well, you might say it's well, nice to be here. Become, yeah. Good old sheepskin out. Uh, Levi jacket. Yeah. That voice is something else. Well, thank now you. Now, they I've have to back up years. to say, <laughs> what did that say? Oh, and it says, Is it really the point. ranch? Oh, right. Off the beaten road. Oh, no. Our spy, <laughs> a spy tricked them. Kill Deer Dude Ranch. And the huh. joke now is he's coughing from the dust. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, you know, that's urban life. Uh, uh, rural life. So how can you live out in the countryside like this, Carl? I would go crazy. You well, there's li- plenty to do out here if you know the right people. You mean like hay rides and shit like that? No, I meant like crystal meth. Oh. Right, you're living in the woods. <laughs> you live in the New Jersey Ozarks. It is, you know, people think the woods are exciting, but, I mean, boring, but it's really quite exciting when one of those labs blows. You never know. Oh, it's happened here in the city. A couple of blown We lost off. the O'Reilly's on Tuesday. Oh, no. Their lab? What about their lab? Oh, yeah, this- no. Well, there was no. There, there was nothing left. They, there's some remnants. I mean, we got high, but it's like it's not a story. <laughs> so this hidey hole is like the worst hidey hole because all the spies are pulling up pretending to be American cowboys. That's right. And they all keep their accents. Yeah. 
Now, this woman here, her name is Cecilia. Her, her real name is Liz Rainey. She was in John Waters' film Desperate Living. You oh, wow, have. yeah. She tried hard to make it in movies, and she was in a lot of things. Never. She, oh, by the way, she wrote books, tell-all books, and she slept with everyone, man. She's like, she wanted to be famous. But the weirdest thing about her, check this out, is before all of this, it was 1959, before she was doing acting, she was a mobster's girlfriend. Mickey Cohen was the guy's name. I don't know. But yeah. anyway, she was convicted of perjury in 59, and she served 27 months. At, wow. It says at Terminal Island, whatever that is. Wow. Well, I have some time. bad news for that island. She did some hard, hard time. 27 months. She that's says like two to years. Him right now, um, that's a big camera. And he goes, it's for taking a big picture. <laughs> so that's the first funny joke of the movie. It's, it's spoiling. Oh, I didn't know watches need oiling, darling. But this is a cowboy watch. Oh my God! It's just like bad improv. All right, here comes your Here's car. Spy, Danny DeVito. Yes. I mean, it's so awful. These stereotypes. The Japanese man at the end will say "aso." Okay. <laughs> it's so bad. He had to say it three times to get a side card. That was the worst part. It, no, if you if you say it three times, the uh, Japanese god of war appears. So it's cool. <laughs> Aso Beetlejuice. Aso Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> I called every well, day. That's the thing. I can't tell you my name. I guess. During, that's the thing. I... During the eighties, I was with a friend of ours. Uh, uh, you, you know who he is, but uh, uh, we <laughs> but were... his name will remain silent. No, I'll, this I'll, tell you, I'll text it to you later. But it's it's someone we know from Montclair, and he, we were playing uh, at the Montclair State College uh, arcade, and there was this guy, Asian guy, playing uh, Dig Dug. And uh, he did really well. So our friend said, uh, so. <laughs> and without looking up, that guy punches uh, him into the stomach. <laughs> and he doubles back because he's kind of a big uh, guy, if you know who I'm talking about. Why don't you say who it is? Timmy Short. Do <laughs> you know David Short? Yes, of course. Timmy Short. He was the guy who threw the can of soda in, in the pizzeria, remember, when we were doing that spy game you were a part of that top secret with tom Kroll? maybe he got it. well i worked with him at passport we were good friends david and i everybody got kicked out <laughs> was this at mr dino's mm-hmm. oh. i should mention mr dino's which carl and i went to visit a couple years ago still makes great pizza yeah. uh yeah. he pissed off uh one of the cool kids so the cool kid had a rock against dino's concert out on yeah, the sidewalk paul may. <laughs> paul may he had a, a punk band <laughs> Yeah, him and Rock against Dino's at the library. Yeah, <laughs> no, they did, they did it at the sidewalk. Yeah, they went to the library afterwards. So they went, they did it outside Dino's, and Mr. Dino's got out there and yelled at them. Your guys' childhood totally sounds like a like a like an old sitcom from the sixties, seventies. Check out who Danny DeVito. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but boom! See? Come on, little fella. I got a cap over here that's just you about your that size. Dude? That guy is from James Bond's movies. Right. Richard Keel. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Jaws. Jaws, that's Jaws. So this is how the movie he Twins came about. Seven, seven foot, one and a half inches tall. So wait, you, the, the other guy was not Danny DeVito. No, no, he's not Danny DeVito. Oh, well, I, I really believe you, Carl. Is this Arch <laughs> Hall Jr. in the middle there with the blonde hair? That's, that's Arch Jr. 
And he said, you sure have a pretty daughter. And he's like, yes, I do. And he goes, ah, wait a minute. <laughs> hey, why'd you got to be so rude? <laughs> I'm going to bury that girl. Bury her anyway. I'm going to bury that girl. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, he was the rude one. That's the thing about that song. He was rude. Can I marry your daughter? No. No, yeah. He, he went to do the right thing. He got his answer. Oh, can I, can I have a piece of that cake? Oh, no. Oh, I'll want his back right of shirt. I'm going to eat that right cake. Back. All right. Don't all right. I'm not going to. You know, the worst thing is I know I have to get my my glasses checked or get a new pair of glasses for when they're broken. If you could, you can tell, Mike, but I know they're really broken because that just looked like Nick Rivers, which is whatever it was, Val Kilmer from Top, oh, Top Secret. Secret. Yeah, he absolutely looks like a young Val Kilmer from Top Secret. <laughs> Maybe they they. Oh, there he is with the guitar too. Yeah, he's rocking out while the girl watches. Oh, the tender. Yeah. All right, just in time for Arch to Hi. play the guitar. Hi there. Well, what we're gonna have now is more falling in love, like and uh, it plays into the plot a little. Damn. Oh man. So she's really cute, and then you hear her like Fran Drescher voice. You haven't made any for a long time. No, it's more how like... Do you, how do you no, maintain a, a chubby? <laughs> a boing? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's less fan dresser than more wood shredder. I, I would, you know, for Christmas, I would get her one of those Darth Vader, like, voice actuators. <laughs> You're my son, you Luke. Kind of thing. Huh? It goes from, like, Jerry Lewis to, like, Darth Vader. Do you have, like, a Chewbacca yeah, talking Earl mask? Jones. Earl Jones. Yeah. Do you have one of those Chewbacca mom masks, but it's transparent? I don't know what you're... Do you ever see the Chewbacca mom? She's wearing a mask in her car. And oh, may... no, I guess not. Yeah. Oh, here's one, the nasty rabbit. You nasty rabbit. Yeah, That's well, we're it. Ha- eat the, the joke carrot. Here is we're eat that carrot. Crunch noises. Look at me while you eat that carrot. Oh, that's, that's like rabbit porn. They thought it was good. I thought it was good, but... Yeah, rabbit part is hard to follow. It's sometimes good that we're on mute because the stuff between um, Arch Jr. and her was like, you sure are pretty. You know, (laughs) call me Brit. They got smitten, and that's what's happening. And then you can hear the director goes, cut, print, wrap. Oh, she's really got the extended cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Would you like to go? Well, the guys are going to be here pretty soon. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. screw the guy. I'll leave my guitar you know, here. Her chaps accentuate her crotch. There's a, you know, it looks like she's got some low-hanging fruit there. Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> you know, like ball. This is where the actual, it used to be cal, called cow toe until it became camel toe. <laughs> Right. So, this uh, is where it actually came from. This yeah, movie here. That, see, that's the nineteen sixty four is the origination. One of the spies fell out of a tree. He totally oh, fell yeah. for. Oh, so that joke is so funny that they're going to do it like three or four more times. You'll see. No, do you think that's a stunt double or? That's part? a good bit. Yeah, let's get another person. To oh, fall here's, out of here's a Richard Keel and uh, Billy Barney. Yeah. Who is it? Danny DeVito's <laughs> alibi is that he's a uh, a cow roper, and so. Jaws is insisting that he ropes some cows. And he goes, I can't. I have a toothache. And he goes, this one. She had to uh, take that it out. Right. That is the second funny joke. There's only four funny jokes. Oh, my God. We're halfway through. <laughs> well, I, I can think of some funny jokes. Maybe that will help. 
That will help. Yeah. You got Paul, too. Did I tell you the Mayo Maybe Clinic joke? Good. I think I did that last week. They said my mayonnaise tasted fine. And not to worry. And I also have an incurable disease. And I need to visit the Mayo Clinic more for that than my mayonnaise. I'm, I'm, I, your setup was a little bit of a mumble. Uh-huh. I didn't catch. I, oh, I, okay, went to, okay. I went to the Mayo Clinic today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I had some good news and bad news. The good news is my mayonnaise is fine. Just needs a little. <laughs> lemon. I have an incurable disease, and there's no. Terminally. <laughs> I'm going to Terminal Island. Uh, there's somewhere. There's there's a joke in there somewhere. There we just got to find it for you, Mike. <laughs> oh. That's right. We got to set it up, and then. I beg you, Marshall. Uh, uh, I can't hear you. Well, they made this movie so, full length, huh? The joke here is. The rabbits crunching is so loud. They like can't hear each other. But the, the they've the, mic'd the the the, the carrot. The, <laughs> they do. Yeah, maybe he's in not the just the rabbit. They've mic'd the carrot. But the 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 submarine guy's eating a full rotisserie chicken while he's talking. Yeah, he is. That's gross. <laughs> that like six dollars at Safeway. Yeah. There every Friday night. That submarine would smell like Safeway uh, rotisserie chicken. <laughs> yeah. So he's hearing the girl in the background. He's like, you better not be having fun. But I'm laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Soon not one capitalist. And isn't it rotisserie like rabbit? Oh, that'd be fantastic. I would love some rotisserie rabbit. Some open spit rabbit. (laughs) That was probably the most depressing Bugs Bunny. Rabbit. Bugs Bunny on an open spit. Yeah. Rotisserie bugs. Man, that was depressing. They cooked them up good. What do you put in a rabbit's mouth? Like a new potato? Yeah. Well, you know, they're small enough you can just do an onion. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, okay, a little now, cocktail onion. <laughs> you just cram carrots in their mouth. He's been for about 15 minutes, and he finally lets them in, and we're going to get a lot of those smoke-in-the-face jokes. Oh, yeah. Well, he's just drank that vodka, so she better watch out with that later. Now, her mission isn't clear. It's like to stop him from getting this to the Continental Divide. So, I don't know. She She's on recon, I guess. We we want him to destroy humanity, right? We're rooting for right, him. Right, we're on his side. Okay. Well, no, no, just capitalists. Oh, it's just going to destroy capitalists? Mm-hmm. And the rabbit says, Oh, aren't I a nasty rabbit? Well, this will spread a bacteria which will cause a disease that will kill... You know, like a quazillion people, and it will maximize if he does it at the continental divide. Why? Because that's between two continents, and I don't know. Like it'll, the bacteria will travel in a different way. Well, you know, they roll downhill. He broke the news by telling her, "Listen, I have some good news and bad news. The good (laughs) news is that your mayonnaise is fine; it just needs a little (laughs) levit. And the bad news is this disease the rabbit's carrying will destroy all of humanity." As the good said. news. The good news is your manis is a great condiment, but the bad news is you should have wore, wore a condiment. Yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have worn a condiment, sir. It's condom. <laughs> yes. Leave the mint at home. <laughs> yeah. Pulls out a mustard That's for pack. afterwards. <laughs> is that why you keep those mustard packs in your wallet, Carl? <laughs> yeah, that's right. In case I meet a girl, I can spread some mayo on her. Yeah, I can pull out a um, condiment. Is that why they made it? That's why they call condoms condoms for condemnation. <laughs> <laughs> that could, that could be like a like a like a inner city condom company. Yeah, 
a condemnation. Condemnation. Oh, hey, it is Richard Keel, and his okay, teeth, so, he's not wearing uh, braces. So Danny DeVito now has to prove that he's a casual. You're killing me with the Danny DeVito. I'm going to call him so, Billy Barty. Sorry. He doesn't have a name. He's the Israeli. Uh, now, why is the Mexican in a tub where he can be seen by everybody and, they, I don't know, it's they, all fake land. They know he's there. You know, at this point, like all the spies falling out of trees are just like, whatever. It's just be nice to them. Richard Keel's about over. <laughs> He's killed. Keel's over? Yeah, he keels over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, uh, he didn't <laughs> keel over until he was 74. He uh, died of a heart attack. Three days earlier from turning 75, uh, he had been mi- admitted into a hospital after breaking his leg. They sent him home. And then he, I don't know, he just had a heart attack. He wrote an autobiography called Making It Big in the Movies. <laughs> oh, because he's not big. No, he is big. Which one are we talking about, Kiel? He has acromegaly. <laughs> acromegaly. That's Did right, folks. That don't right? forget, Carl will spell that for you next. <laughs> Wait, oh, Carl, which actor are we talking about? Uh, Kiel, right? Kiel, oh, I got you. And he... Um, it's a disease that creates too much gross hormones. And, uh, you know, Andre the Giant got, died early, and he was really weary from his weight and height. But not right. this guy. This guy made it all the way to 74. 74? Because he does, he does show up in cameos like in Inspector Gadget in the 90s. He did, actually, yeah. yeah. He, was in, he was in The Wild Wild West for the first season as a regular. Oh well, that's Both a perfect fans. that's a perfect show for him. By the way, War just to show prison. you how obsessed I am, just I just finished writing that joke, condemnation. <laughs> good one. I, I did. <laughs> I wrote it from the punchline backwards, which is really good. Yeah, this worked. That's it right. It's it. the condom worn by more Catholic priests. It's condemnation. <laughs> it's no. important to not get Alter Boys pregnant because you will be found out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, another condemnation. Now look, see the bands come. So yeah. He's like, sorry, you're not worth it. I've got it. And she's like, oh. I've been oh. sitting on this And now she's going to go to her dad and start having love talks. Like, what was it like with you and mom? Dad's right there? There's dad. That's like two inches away from him. Ew, dad was well, listening to Well, they're just talking. I don't mean to be so rude, but I listened to everything that fucker said. Why you gotta be so rude? <laughs> gonna bury that girl <laughs> bury her anyway <laughs> oh you know the, you know the story is that it's not based on a true story he just wrote the guy just wrote a song yeah because yeah. that wouldn't be the reality of what yeah. would really happen. sir can I take your daughter's hand in marriage and like the whole thing he goes say yes say yes like he's it sounds kind of he wants crazy. the dad to say yes now we're back with Celia and her um, Russian counterpart. Uh, yeah, and it's like her seduction, but like we cut away again. Now he's totally getting now, side boob, by the way. He looks like he drank too much. Right, that's dancing cheek to cheek right there. <laughs> it really is. He's talking right into it. Mwah, mwah, oh. mwah. Uh oh. Goes 
not now. Don't kill him now. <laughs> That's what he said to the, the Mexican like the spy. worst impression of a Mexican person. I didn't order Mexican. <laughs> now, the German is the, the boss of Danny DeVito and the Mexican. And they're going to, like, dig a hole. I don't know. And then we got the white supremacist. What's this guy again? He's a German. He'll fall again. It'll oh, yeah, be a close. third fall. God, I hope that guy does it right. Oh, it's a great film. You're going to dress up in stereotype clothes and fall out of a tree three times. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, where I sign? <laughs> smack, yeah. smack, smack, smack. That's such a lame smack. Uh, he's These are hung. inexplicable nooses. I don't understand what it is. So. Well, he's a cowhand. He's been rust hustling their lassos. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> Wouldn't that helmet protect him? Yeah, why are there so many nooses? <laughs> you know, it's amazing. He really hasn't aged much. You see him on Sunny in Philadelphia, and he really looks like this. Yeah, I mean, Dan DeVito's not <laughs> He aged hasn't aged today. Actually, he's gotten a little younger, it seems like. I can't believe this is his first movie, Carl. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> I religiously watched that Sunny in Philadelphia. It's so interesting, their characters. But the thing is, last one, the, he said, Frank, you're a 75-year-old man. So I guess he's 75 now. That's so crazy. He's been on TV like longer than Frazier? No, Frazier probably beats him out. Well, I think it was Taxi, which was prior to Cheers, right? Right. Or at the same time as Cheers? But he's been on television shows. I mean, he's a, he's a director who went back to doing television. But, I mean, Sonny's been on for 16 years. I totally thought you meant Joe Frazier. Oh, no, I was talking about TV's Fraser, who, uh, as a character, has been on Kelsey TV. Kelsey Grammer. He's played the same character at Nauseam but for like 20 years, but he's also stars in, like, Boss or whatever, you know. Or as he was known in the 80s, Kelsey Half a Grammar. Yeah, he was a big uh, druggy guy. <laughs> Although, I have to say, I get pleasure watching him. Fraser, what are you doing, Niles? Recently, about, t- about 10 years ago, he was giving a speech in Disney. A Disney uh, presentation, right. and he fell off the stage. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen the video. <laughs> yeah, and he hurt himself pretty badly. But oh, I, I know. Laughed. Apparently, he he went right through it. He did like Justin Bieber did the same thing on that stage. I've seen a few of those where they people go right through a stage, and you're like, damn, damn. But I mean, Kelsey Grammer totally like he was up he was up to his neck in stage. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I felt bad for the guy, although I laughed pretty hard. Just probably because he's, you know. Uh, it's kind of like that scene in, in Titanic when the when guy flies off the back of the boat and he hits the propeller on the way down. I just can't. I just can't ah. seem to not laugh every time thinking of it. Sorry. It propelled them down into the water. Yeah, into the recesses of my mind. Carl, if if uh, if you're at Jurassic World and uh, the dinosaurs go amok, how many margaritas would you grab? <laughs> Before running off. Because of the panic, right? Yeah, the panic. That's the time to loot. That's, that's when you start grabbing, like, souvenirs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, a um, one of those raptors, like, if you were just a looter, you know, they'd move on. They would, you know, yeah. they're there for the tourists. Dare to smash. Ah! That movie has a good scene where everyone's panicking and this woman, this guy grabs two margaritas and runs off. Now, they just fell into the hole, and I just thought the comedic part would have been better if he had peed on them. Oh, right, and peed in the hole. Okay, some arts hole music. Junior. Not really. This is the 
the arches, which is the lollies. Uh, is that a bag of Laura Scudders? Yeah, from 1964. Wow. I know uh, my Scudders. There's a bag of Scudders. Jesus, they're like 24 ounces or something like that. <laughs> they were two. They were twin bags in there. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It was post baby boom. <laughs> we're saying bam on the potatoes. 1964, the family size was like meant for boomers, so it was like fucking 400 pounds of shit. Oh no, don't fall asleep, Spine. There wasn't a ruffle in the bunch, those fuckers. Okay, so now Cecilia has love talk with Jackie, who's clearly a virgin, doesn't know anything. And she's going to give Jackie her pheromones like perfume. Oh, what's that? Like, definitely will get a man. Oh, God. And she's like, oh, I couldn't do that. And then that's where they leave it. And then later we find out she did. Oh, so it was kind of like the the first ever girl on girl scene, but they cut it. Yeah, they left yeah. it on the editing room floor. That's she nice. gave now, her her pheromones. A, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a dude, but we never get that. I think you're just supposed to know it's a guy. Oh yeah, because uh, our our uh, uh, because Dan I'm not DeVito getting aroused at all. Candy to her. <laughs> Kiss your little head. I will. <laughs> oh. Um, I think that joke was like she, you know, like because he's a strong man, it bounced him back. I don't know. But Does he it talk? Never goes anywhere. It never. It's so strange. You guys, you guys talk like you just don't see the humor in this movie. <laughs> oh, we see it. <laughs> we see it. We we. Just... We're jealous that they can come up with material like this. I also like the fact that this is just all pantomime as the music played. Oh, now we're back to the lace. Here's the pheromone stuff. Yeah. Suddenly into a love-starved fiend. Oh, I could never do that. Well, Oops. if you change your mind. What, Just what a couple you... drops on your coochie. Is that like a... It's not Spanish fly, because that's for ladies only. Uh, <laughs> no, there's a real thing in this world, pheromones, in which it attracts. Like, it's a scent. It's really for the animal kingdom, but they we used have to it. sell it. Everybody was into the male pheromones. They were selling that. They totally thought that was the, like the best cologne. Well, I can't afford brand names. I would have to buy a box that says, "If I like brand name, I would enjoy this product." Otherwise, I'm not buying it from any parking lot. <laughs> well, yeah, it should like male pheromones. Why would I want to buy ball sweat? Mere pher- <laughs> yeah, what? I'd be scared. Like, what if I attract uh, both sexes? I'd be really nervous. Yeah. It'd be awkward. Can we have this authenticated? I, Can we have like a c- certificate of authenticity listen, for this? I, I don't want young women either. Is there like a pheromone that attracts older women? Right. Was well, this excreted for, for the cougar-based <laughs> syndrome? Oh, but a cougar would have applied that. I'm in my twenties. You know, I know what you're talking about might find the generics, because I thought I was buying a knockoff pheromone, so it was really scaramones. Pheromones. Yeah, that's the last time you used the pheromones. All I know is every cat in the neighborhood was following me around like I was a damn tuna, ki- tuna fish can. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you smell like piss. I like that in a woman. <laughs> okay, so here's the hole that they dug. They've invited him for a double vodka. Right? Says, Are they vodka or tequila? Hill. He's Mexican. Oh, but he's going to yeah. lure him over the, the the pit, right? Yeah. Go ahead, comrade. Have your... And you said Richard Keel lost him, like got injured in the scene? 
Look at the acting. Huh? huh? Yeah. What Joe do you, Vodka was injured in the making of this. Wile E. Coyote has better range. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till he paints the on the side of the the mountain a tunnel. That's Richard great. Keel's eating all the bird seed on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that was Richard Peck. Oh, Richard Peck. Yeah. <laughs> now the comedian. This Joe scene Keel brought is... to you by Acme. That's right, Acme. <laughs> Ooh, gonna keel they over. They clearly did have overnight delivery, right? Sometimes he would put it in the mailbox, and then like a drone would deliver the package. Remember? Yeah, exactly. If it's Acme, it's a gasser. Yeah. Acme. Oh, you think you think Wiley e. Coyote had a drone deliver all that stuff? Yeah. It, was, it was next day delivery out in the middle of nowhere. Where do you think? Uh, what's his name from uh, Bezos from? Amazon got the idea. But usually, like, the uh, drone will deliver it, and then Wiley will open it, and it's like a fucking drone to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I love it how they always deliver, like, the bowling ball bomb. <laughs> so now it's like, thank you for over, over, over drinking, and once again, they walk you over can the guess pit. what's going to happen to those two, right? Guess right, well, they're looking at the pit because it didn't fall. I look think they look at each other. They look at the pit. They look at each let's other. Let's try it again. All right, let's try again. Whoa! Whoa. We broke our legs in this movie. <laughs> it's hilarious, this film. Now we're going to have more party unfunniness. Did, oh, Carl, did, hang on. did I tell you about the three holes in the ground? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well. Well, well, well. <laughs> All right, never mind. Sorry, okay, I'm trying so let me to... just tell you about this Arch Hall Jr. All right. Because he's going to do some singing for us. Um, he's an acting musician, aviator, and author. And he was a number of 1960s films produced by his father. That's all he ever did. He was in his father. But he worked with John, with uh, James Landis, right? James Landis is the director of this film, and he also directed him in another film called, you had said it earlier, there's The Sadist and there's Ergas, what'd you call it? There you are, or something like that. It's like E U G H. But again, those are his father's films. Huh. That's what I was going to say. Any relation to John Landis? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think James Landis and John are different. Okay. Now, this um, Arch Hall Jr. was forgotten to uh, history until Mystery Science Theater 3000, a show that ripped us off. uh, Uh, Bastards. 1993, they did an episode of his. Oh, wait. And also, Elvira picked it up. Wait a minute. So they did... He got a bump following again, Art so, Paul. But wait, did they do this movie? No. Oh, they phew. did. Thank Egas. God. Okay, so Egas. good. I don't want to do any film that the Mystery Science has done just because Mystery Science Theater can do their own thing and we could do our own thing. We don't well, need... And the other thing is, you should rip them back off. You know, they had that robot. It sat with them in the middle of the movie oh, theater. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you guys should sit in the movie middle of the movie theater with, like, a sex robot. Well, I do have a robot with me sucking me off. <laughs> <laughs> the wise no, it's all about timing, remember? Yeah, I always yeah. have a robot with me sucking me off like a Andrew Dice Clay kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, no, that robot has no wisecracks. Yeah. It's only one crack I hear from that robot during a movie. You know what crack that is? I only is? use the one of the robots one crack. Yeah. Not so adventurous yet. We uh. Because a friend of mine he got stuck in the crankshaft. <laughs> Why I, did I he stick it in there? Anything? It's just unfunny. 
So the Mexican goes in to, I guess, try to find the rabbit or something. Right. Is the and rabbit going to talk to him? The, the rabbit, rabbit is... Okay. Rabbit. See, there's the rabbit in the big camera. All right. But look what Cecilia did. She Why? really jacked they work him. together. Why? She doesn't want him to take the rabbit. Darling, but sometimes you can be so stupid. <laughs> he's like totally dead. <laughs> he's not He's not knocked out, he's dead. Uh-oh, some sound effect. Freaked yeah, that out. was great. Like aliens. Oh, okay, here comes Arch Hall. Junior. I have a special request. He requests yes. yes. Five very sentimental song. This Bible's. Of course. All right, uh, Nick Rivers is going to back him up on this. All right, Nick Rivers from uh, Top Secret. Yeah. Top now, Pat and Lolly Vegas, they had a little bit of fame. That's them in the background, and they wrote this song and all these songs. And it's like all the spies love the song, The Spy Waltz. It's so stupid. Isn't that Spies Danny? a Go-Go? Danny got beat up. He fell down a pit. But he likes the song, you see. That's the joke. They all like the spy wall. Oh. She likes it. She likes it. We are doing the spy walls, spy walls. Nothing but spy walls. He hears it. What is that beautiful spy wall? It's, it's, oh, like, yeah. it's literally like the Pied Piper song. <laughs> is this a waltz? Uh, the guitar in the middle? One, two, three. One, two, three. That's a waltz, even if you're doing hardcore. This is all like Hawaiian surf music. This is like he's now he's in regret. Like he realizes he's been watching show films. He's coming out. He's <laughs> <laughs> toughing up. Oh, that another guy falling joke, but it's okay because they're playing the spy wall. We didn't even see him fall. It's just he was on the ground already. Oh, well, we I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Then look, like, they notice each other. It's awkward. 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 Yeah. Unrep- repressed memories. So like, I don't now, get it. Yeah. DeVito sneaks in, I guess, for the same thing. They're like, try to find the rabbit or something. He'll discover the Mexican. Right. Uh, and he'll find the rabbit. What about Natasha, though? Cecilia. I don't know why she went in there, hit the guy she works with, and left Natasha. the rabbit and walked out. I don't know. I don't know. It's stupid. And then somebody's going to steal the rabbit who's like an unknown person. Only because I saw this film three times do I happen to know where he was. Wow. Do you remember when they were trying to ranch, uh, trying to rope the cow? Right. The guy had a bit there. He was laughing. I do not know which person was more under the influence. If it was the person that pitched this film to to the movie studio or the movie studio exact. That said, that's a great idea. There was no Let's executives in this it. movie. They're like, here's a film. Here's a film. Well, as Arch Hall Jr. I recorded it, it on my iPhone point five. Yeah. <laughs> we just shot it. Here, we want to return this German Nazi uh, uniform. On my iPhone it's 200 BC. Before cellular. Yeah, now, uh, why? These guys work together and then they don't. Why is he hiding? Now look, oh. who's this unknown person? Making a mess. Gonna get the wabbit. Gonna oh, get the wabbit. The wabbit. Okay. Oh, that's a, a wabbit. That's a rare wabbit. bit. 
You know, I don't I hear that. I don't hear that impression a lot. That's a rare bit. <laughs> Not at all. Never. That's, he's saying rabbit, rare bit. Yeah, rare bit. He's trying to. Ha ha ha! Come oh, on gosh. now, Biff. It's rare they wake bit. Wake up the Mexican with vodka, and the right. joke is he likes it. He wants to drink it. Yay! I. Well, well, they again. poured a lot of it on his face. So now the whole imperative is find that fucking rabbit, and they're going to tear this house apart. They already poured vodka on the floor. Further and further away. Oh, he's tearing the it up. He's book. looking in between pages of books. Who, Where's who, the rabbit? rabbit the <laughs> yeah. There's books on the night table. These he's, are cooking books. Cookbooks. Uh, who the fuck read cookbook in bed? He's not He's now, not here in her underwear drawer. I'll check again. <laughs> nope. Now, there are off-camera people. Throwing shit? Like, pitching stuff. Yeah, because there's only three of them. But you'll see they'll fly in from off-camera. He pulled a roll of toilet paper out of yeah, the Yeah, everything's drawer. coming in, getting thrown from either side. There's a rabbit. Even above. There's a rabbit in this toilet paper. Why is there toilet paper in the drawer? <laughs> right. <laughs> also, we're not hearing the audio, but there's like gunfire. And who's making all these feathers fly? What are we listening to? Music? More music in the background? All the people above with the, the box full of feathers that are shaking it, right? This is like World War II sound effects. Churn sound effect record over now. Yeah, there's toilet paper. There World you go. World War II sound effect. Side three. Resuming. Now he found a dirty girl uh, calendar, so he's going to take a break and drink vodka and look. Just, that same thing, bottle of vodka has fueled this movie. Oh, I think it's... Uh, everyone loves vodka in this movie. Now here's a funny joke that's been done a million times. Oh, it's just a guy on TV. Is that Danny DeVito? Oh, he must be taxi. <laughs> must be taxi. Might be sunny. Well, why are these spies in the room? I don't get it. They're looking for the rabbit. That's right. the whole. I don't know. Like I said, I love how that where they're checking for the rabbit. Be Every place they're looking for the rabbit is not like, oh wait, hold on, let me pick up this rabbit's cage to look under it. You know, when 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 I turn no, on my TV, no, it's not under so, there. <laughs> when I turn on my TV and there's a guy in my tube. I go, "What happened to my analog TV? It yeah. was in there." It's not a funny gag. Okay, now our love-struck uh, Jackie will come upon Archie, who will do a song for her called Jackie. Okay, here we go. And the dad will watch along approvingly. Why you gotta be so rude? Rude. Gonna bury that girl. Bury her anyway. <laughs> right away. Bury her right away. Here you go. I was too blind to see what I was looking for. So happy. Well, this is it. That dude's got a real cleft chin. He's like the John Travolta of his generation. Heartthrob. This is the money shot. This is what they're like. We got we got Arch Hall on tape. Really? Yeah, we had to make a whole film about it, but we got him. This song is like even people back then would be like, "That's so bubblegum. It's awful." It's still that millennial cadence. 
Well, I thought it would be okay, and it turned out wrong. Do you see the dad looking on in the background? When we go to Jackie, you'll see the dad liking it. Oh, yeah. And he's going, Jackie, Jackie. And she doesn't act like, wow, it's about me. There's dad. Oh, yeah, looking on. Yeah, he likes it. I'm gonna smacky my jacky. God, is the drummer even playing? This song is tacky. <laughs> Jackie. It's a tacky song for Jackie. When the song is over, everyone applauds like it was the greatest song, but she doesn't applaud. No, she knows better. Yeah, this is my song. You're welcome, you're welcome, Crowd. <laughs> Can you play There's me? Lolly there. Oh, yeah. Now, the Lolly Brothers don't get to do anything on this whole film until there's like an emergency and he says, take over for me, Pat. And he goes, all right, let's do the robot. Like, it's his, his <laughs> chance to be on the mic. You'll see. Oh, is that happening in this scene? Nope. Oh, later on. That guy's got to wait to like the lot. Yeah, a lot yeah. of the movie before. You know that I know that. Ice cream's delicious. They're still singing, right? Oh. Hey, that was a good song. She's not clapping for that. No, she's not listening. Would you like to dance? Can I stick my tongue in your mouth? That's a little too forward. I like you a lot, Britt. You're very nice. Not nice enough. Fuck, but a great guy. Oh, yeah. You always listen. Such a friend. Libra. Oh, that right. suit isn't just white, it's pinstripe. I know, it matches his hair. Oh, no. It's pinstripe hair. He says, I like that song. And says, I like, do you, what about the guy singing it? I like him too. And she's like, he's like, what's that perfume? And she goes, it's a more, it's a pheromone. Wink, wink. Oh, yeah, they're winking at each other. <laughs> she got her man. You smell. A knowing wink. You smell. Let's go take you to cave. So now uh, Mishka finally got his balls and said, "Come on, baby, let's go back to my place." And what oh, are they going to find in his room? Oh no, it's the three sieges. I'm sure the rabbit's here somewhere. The rabbit hasn't so been in there for less. Discovered. It is. Did you see all the feathers everywhere and the fur flying? Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. ripped that fucker apart. Ripped up. What is this? Is this ketchup? No. Uh, was this house later the Three's Company apartment? You're right. This was a known set. You can see it in Hollywood. That's Mr. Furley. <laughs> it is Mr. Furley. So it's like, what a mess. And she goes, we can make love anywhere. So she says it. Let's listen. All right. We can make love anywhere, darling. What a giveaway. What a giveaway. They're going to do it. The rabbit's gone! The rabbit's gone! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. O'Brien, darling! What's the matter, Mr. O'Brien? Oh, I need a double vodka! <laughs> he needs a double vodka. The same old bottle. Right. If I were going to take a double drink from the Did bottle. Did you walk any slower, Cecilia? The man needs a vodka. Boing! Slam! Unless, what do you uh, do? Locks her in the closet. She does not like that. At first, she's like, Mishka, darling. And then she gets mad. She's like, open up. 
Well, she's fantastic. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of everybody in this movie, I guess. They all John did their Waters. Uh, her in John Waters' film is pretty cool. I'll have to check Look that out. Look at Danny DeVito still on the TV. He's been on TV so long, that guy. I know. He's been on even this show. He's been on TV. Now we have Arch Hall Jr. And he's going, please give me your favorable report. The rabbit's gone. <laughs> he's still smoking the summary. What an asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's really upset over this rabbit. Is he reading Mad Magazine? Because he does not know how to do a fold-in. It was cracked. Uh, what a oh, at least it wasn't crazy. That's pretty depressing. Yeah, magazine. that was the lowest bottom of the <laughs> Marvel Comics was that crazy? Oh, we're out. All right, I'll have a crack. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. You're not crazy. Oh, absolutely. We have a whole back catalog. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It was kind of like a cracked magazine. He's folding it together like the cover. It says Dick, yeah. Dick Tater Magazine. It's all about, you know, uh, rulers and how that much they love their potatoes. Well, is he yelling Dictator. so much that the ham transistor radio is flying around? Right. It's, yeah, never mind that it's, it's Mishka's knees, clearly. Yeah, right, he's pushing it. Get me that rabbit! Well, the band's the most professional because they kept playing during the whole thing. Totally expect him to go and scene. We'll He's realizing if the fernacious bacteria gets out. Yeah, well, you made your bed. Now here's our rabbit oh, going no. under a ladder, which is not the luckiest thing. No, <laughs> that's bad luck for the rabbit. That's where they're going to find his foot. Find, yeah, right. <laughs> Well, there was some good now, news, bad news with that. The bad news was the rabbit got seven years bad luck, but the good news is he only died, he died in five. <laughs> that reminds me of that old Stephen Wright joke. Do you remember it? Which one? I, yeah, I went under a ladder. I'm supposed to get seven years bad luck, but, but my lawyer says he can get me five. Good stuff. Good. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's Stephen Wright joke, not yeah. mine. Stephen Wright jokes I don't really have funny. any lawyer joke I have a ju- last time I was in court I really felt judged oh I have uh, you really felt judged uh, why uh, they're still in the closet of the house by the way and Danny DeVito's in the TV and Cecilia's locked in the what's the difference between a uh, hundred lawyers and a bucket of maggots fuck you lawyers I hate you <laughs> <laughs> that's the punchline to every lawyer joke so um, that was planned, how they all three came out, you know, yeah. these choreographed. These guys were really, they probably thought they were doing comedy gold. Well, I heard the Three Stooges retired after this scene. They are like, yeah, yeah, it's been done. We can't do it. It's anymore. all been right. done before. We can't do it. That German-Mexican. Boing. And... See, that was all choreographed. Yeah. You come out first and you bonk into me. Go. And we all go oh, together. We all go together. <laughs> and the first train was born. <laughs> First human centipede was born. <laughs> now, Cecilia just happens to have a power tool in her purse, and now she will she will get out of the room. Oh, Cecilia. See, they choreographed that. That's right, yeah. ladies. It's the Hitachi magic wand. I think they had a bet. Like, who was the last person to leave? Okay. Oh, the guy didn't open the door. He's got a hard-on for you. <laughs> oh, 
Let's turn it up because Lolly gets his. And the rabbit's missing. As long as the rabbit didn't die. Listen, everybody, the robot walks. It's the the lollies. The lollies. We're in a movie. They used to do clubs like. um, What is that? Whiskey. Whiskey a go go? Yeah. So it looks like some kind of crazy fire is going to start. Oh, they're all looking for the rabbit. Find it. Oh well. Oh, here we go. To the robot. Not wall. So now everyone's after the rabbit. So we'll have some Keystone Cops footage. Yeah, sped up. The fire is supposed to be his flashlight. It's so dumb. We should just be. It would be better if they were playing yakety sax. No, the lorries want to do their song. Now watch, they miss each other. Oh yeah, (laughs) that's classic. (laughs) Oh my god, this is so stupid. Every good movie has one of those. I can see Scooby. I can see Scooby Doo in the background shaking his head. (laughs) Rocket idiot. This film wasn't just thrown. It's really, it shows that they planned everything. Oh, yeah. It's all purposeful. It's purposely stupid. Yeah. What's that that movie with uh, James Franco that he's doing, the guy that does everything wrong? That was a disaster artist. That was a disaster artist. It's like this is actually the original disaster artist. He thought it was all, (laughs) just like you said, comedy gold. And they're just like, okay, let's take every corny bit that you've well, they, ever seen. They knew they had a finished product. It doesn't matter what. Like, they knew they were going to get this out in theaters. That, that, they were yeah. gonna, <laughs> that whatever the result was, it didn't matter. Like, well, Disaster Artist, that guy just made his film and, and threw his own money in it, and it caught on. But. Well, this is even post, this is post all those, um, all those stupid little, uh, Beach movies, right? All the Annette footage. It's around, it's around the same time. I was just going to say, because yeah, it totally has that same yeah. kind of flavor. Yeah, it's oh, like absolutely. It's kind of like zany, irrele- irrelevant humor. Just like... It's 60s parody. Right. Which is super bright this and sunny. This was all filmed in Wyoming. And no way. And very landlocked. You remember how he showed <laughs> up in the water? filmed in Wyoming. Yeah. But this is like... These guys are like international superstars. Right, that oh, guy's right. from Germany, and the other guy's from. Oh, this is a horrible joke. Right. Says, keep looking up. Nine, nine, hot rabbit. Mira, up a little bit more. Ah, hot rabbit. You see the rabbit? Oh. I don't see. <laughs> he punched him. That's why the sound effect was. Oh, like, and I it? love the fall. <laughs> Operation Punch Man in Face completed. Stage one. <laughs> the guy who's doing the cinematography here, yeah, in, uh, te- technoscope apparently. He went on to do Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, William Zavogold. Uh, really, you could tell kind of the way he uses lighting. Well, you know, he probably his hair. He, was a he big likes fan of light and shadows. I like cinematographers that I actually forget that we're using color film. Oh right, <laughs> yeah, this guy especially. They actually look Remember, at stuff Mike, we, and how we things hit. We saw another horrible film in which the the guy went on. Was it Chatterbox? The guy went on. Yeah, to he went be, on to um, do it. I think it was Chatterbox. Jonathan yeah. Demi's guy. Yeah, cinematographer. It all has to start somewhere. And you can tell this yeah. isn't the greatest copy, but I mean, it's not bad considering. But yeah. I mean, look at the. I mean, it's even though it's dark, you can really kind of make out some of the 
the the technical shit right there. <laughs> the gold phone. I hate when you have like a hot, uh, a phone line and you have it's like the a president. It's a president. You're fired. It, I'm Donald Trump. Britt called in and said, "Look, the rabbit's gone. Like it's I don't know. True. It definitely could go down." And so they're a fact. Okay, here's where the rabbit is. This irrelevant non-player in our. Oh no, he's getting hit. fried up. <laughs> Some vaudeville he's actor. Cook him in the paint can. Oh, that's the rabbit talking. Yep. He says, if you eat me, your tongue will get all furry. Oh, that's going to be some good rabbit. He's squirting in, uh, like, tar or something. Oh, my God. This yeah, what, do they inject it or something into the rabbit? What is going on? Oh, here comes the okay, dog. Okay, there's Chucko. Chucko the dog has Oh, right, Chucko. I remember him from this movie I just uh, was watching. Yeah, it seemed like only days ago. Yeah, it seemed like <laughs> a couple days ago. Hey, they're both white. So I know why they call him Chucko, by the way. Because it's, you know, like they call us a, a big guy tiny, <laughs> or a, a fat guy slim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they usually call this white dog Chucko. Kind of like Chucko. By the way, but. the the father just induced panic. He was like, "Everybody, go home! It's a national emergency. The bacteria is going to kill you all." So they <laughs> ran away. Oh shit! Was, and there's Arch Hall. I had a second set all set up. Arch Hall is now being all FBI, and he's like, give me those cords. Give me those, you know, he's like giving orders. I thought he would be pissed. I was supposed to do my stand-up set next. Uh, okay, gonna... now Mishka is about to be very happy. He just heard that weirdo noise that the rabbit always makes, the, the right. bacteria releaser noise. His torch makes me nervous, though. You could turn it off at least. You can burn something, Misha. Last... It looks like a huge Zippo lighter. The Last Unicorn? Yeah. It's a joke. Well, what movie? The Last Unicorn? Um, okay. The last time I saw Archie, you know that movie? Oh, it is a big Zippo. No. That's killing me. Oh, okay. Um, well, Arch Hall Sr. is the real-life Archie from the 1961 film, The Last Time I Saw Archie with Robert Mitchum. And he sued them for making a film about him and won. Wow, that's crazy. So his dad yeah. had a movie based on him and his father successfully sued the movie? Yeah. And they called the movie Archie? They called the movie The Last Time I Saw Archie. Huh. Oh, that must have been when he was killed saving Ken oh, Keeler Jesus. in Archie Comics. Oh, no, his open flame is still there. I'm nervous. Yeah, I know. The whole place could go up. Now, He's got his microphone, uh -huh. and he's looking for the rabbit. It doesn't make sense. He's Do a... you see the rabbit? Oh, and he's talking through the microphone with his test to the Amazon yeah, side. Uh, testing, no. No rabbit. Now, you remember the German and the Mexican are on the same side, right? Right, so until now. I don't understand what's about to happen, but... He's going to bonk him on the head. Bonk. But why? Why? Well, they've been beating up that Mexican spy a lot. I know. And all he maybe it was so dark outside he couldn't tell. So now he says, "Everybody, you know." Not He's long a, what's with the mic? Why are you carrying the mic out with you? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. He's using it as like a rabbit detector. <laughs> yeah, like a rabbit test. 
my spider sense is telling me to go Look, it's a Geiger counter for rabbits. Oh, no, like he said, it's connected. That's his way of communicating with them. Go to your rooms, close all doors and windows. Lie flat on the floor. This is extremely important. Jackie doesn't want to do it. She wants to see what happens. Jackie, go to your room. Oh, Dad, do I have to? Jackie, go to your room. Yes, sir. So weird. And that's it. She's going to fall asleep, and we'll see her in the morning. There's a rabbit and a zippo. Right. Now, he needs his saddlebag so that he can uh, deactivate the bacteria. Okay, now we're going to have some of the worst acting in the world from Arch Jr. himself. No way. Uh, Misha's going to pummel him. He's delighted that he can hit a guy on the head. Now, watch this acting. Uh, (laughs) And roll him. We have four more. Try it again. <laughs> he left the open plane burning. I know. It's, it really makes me unsettled. Carl, do you think the, the place is on fire? Should I check? I should check. Oh, no. Oh, no. California's burning. Just leave it be. Oh. Too soon. L.A. and San Francisco at the same time, it's bizarre. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, yeah, well, Thousand Oats also had a shooting around the same time. Right, right, right. Okay, so now Mishka has something great to report. He can't oh, he wait can't wait to, to tell our senior. senior. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, comrade. Everything is fine. So what does he think? Our... Hey, man, I'm in a submarine. I'm doing submarine shit. I don't have time for your call. Smoking. You think I'm hanging out here? Shit. Oh, no, he's getting a foot massage. Well, he's just trying to take off his boots, which is comedic, because he'll fall. I'm leaving immediately for Continental Divide, where I will release the rabbit at dance. Maybe this movie was actually the way they made it was they had access to all all the costumes and uniforms, but they only had access to certain ones, so their characters had to revolve against whatever they were able to get. And they're like, okay, write it around the... Because the, the costumes are the, beautiful. Well, in the background, too. I mean, they but they're so have... random. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a Russian pretending to be a cowboy, so he's dressed cowboy. That's a Russian being a Russian. Oh, yeah, look at that. Oh, oh look at gross. those socks. Ugh. Man. <laughs> it turned into like an this ankle This is why Arch is a star. Oh, his feet, his toes... If I was a foot fetish, I'd be like, uh-uh, now I'm to ankles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to look at that guy's toes. So now Mishka is like, how will I be rescued? Oh, yeah, he hears the spies and they're making their plans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we should I'm stop hitting each other. Misha. Lock me in the closet. Why, I've never been so humiliated in all my life. Go, go. What do you mean? What about your time in jail? Yeah, you spent 27 months in jail. That's embarrassing. What about when he found all your uh, stuffing for your bra in the drawers when they were ripping apart that yeah. room? Yeah, that was humiliating. No, this was more humiliating. All right, he just snuck out of the house. Hope right. mom doesn't catch me. Honey, says, I have to disguise myself. Right, and he. Where are you going with that rabbit? Nowhere, mom. It's a dream, mom. 
Honey, Speaking of dreams, for some reason, Mishka will now decide that it's night-night time and he's going to fall asleep. With a radioactive rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> but that rabbit's nasty. That's right. It's Roger the radioactive rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fuck that rabbit. Don't fuck that rabbit. This has been the theme song and a public service announcement. Now, Jackie will wake up and she'll do some great acting. She'll realize where what happened. Where's Dad? Where's Arch? What happened to my voice? Brit. Dad. (laughs) Wow. A little bit better. Other person in the movie. He practically, you know, the stereotypes in this movie, we should have heard a rooster go, I guess it's morning. (laughs) Yeah, some morning. Oh, my acting. acting. (laughs) It hurts my head. You can see, even this toupee doesn't want to be in this movie. It's crawling off. <laughs> oh. Okay, now here comes the best joke of the whole film. All right, sounds on. This is joke four. This is joke three. Joke four is coming. A kiss will wake up the prince, right? Right. So he's that is, that'll get any cock up in the morning. <laughs> I hear the rooster. Check out her line. It's funny. He is an actor, boy. (laughs) Oh, come on. She goes, oh, come on. I don't know. Yeah. For this movie, it was pretty good. (laughs) What's the difference between cock-a-doodle-doodle and any cock will do? (laughs) Wait, that's the punchline. I I guess uh, (laughs) the age of 40, I suppose. So this line, like, you can't come. Well, you don't know where the place is, and I won't tell you unless you take me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, no. Don't fall on a tree. Oh, I love the speed of the film. Oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, it's going to be like surf music. (laughs) It's like Keystone Cops music. Yeah. And we're going to see that really it's over. It's obnoxious. We're about to see 10 minutes of all of them scrambling. It's a good way to just have... It's a lot of sound effects and music in this movie. Wow, Cecilia got... Yeah. Whoa! Well, that must have hurt. I mean, this must be like take five, you know? They had to plan it all and... We want you to fall off the convertible and what? Go. Why don't you go the wrong way by mistake? <laughs> Here, I'll set up the mood. <laughs> okay, so Mishka is close. He's right by Continental Divide. Right. And here is Chucko, our hero, pretty much for the film. Dad and Chucko are pursuing him. They all are. But Chucko, stay here. in camera. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, keep dogs. Check out. <laughs> Throw some dog treats. Snossages in the no. scene. Exaggerated sniffing. Like he's a, one of those sniffer dogs. I believe the term is snossages stat. You know, those dogs are not cool when you do coke in the, at a party. They're very selfish. Yeah, they're very selfish. Yeah. Oh man, wow, that must close. have been. Well, <laughs> really I mean, close. they probably did that like one time. I think a lot of this is one time, and I think they're speeding. Also, it. it is fast motion, so they could have, you know, they're going thirty miles right. per hour, and it's timed right. 
It helps you forget the film if they speed it up. We're all scrambling for the Continental Divide. It took Mishka two minutes to walk to. Yeah, and there, is there like a, a, a plaque or something, or like a hole where you could drop the rabbit? Or we never see it. I mean, there's a line that's on the, the ground. Implication. Yeah. Okay. One time I was in Iceland. It was between two continents, and I saw the shelf. And there is like a va- there is like a, a distinction, you know, like. The the geography on one side looks different than the other, and there's this, like, valley kind of thing. But it just looks like a regular place. You wouldn't know. And why would that make the bacteria spread better? Well, I don't know. That's a really good point. <laughs> I don't get that far. I'm no geologist, but... But them rocks look pretty. I ain't no biologist, but if we put the pretty rock, if we use the bacteria <laughs> on the pretty rock, Like I said, we're going to have, I mean, we're getting near eight minutes or so on the same old Keystone Pop stuff. They're playing William Tell Overture, you know, the Lone Ranger song, by the way. Oh, yeah. So what's a dumb geometrist uh, uh, rock person's favorite TV show? Flint. 30 Rock. 30 Rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so they're just running around. I guess trying to Oh, it find is the William Teller. We're building up to a climax of this film. Now, yeah, the cars are... Okay, the next scene, I'm very suspicious that they tilted the camera like Batman to uh-huh. make it look like they were going even more uphill. There's Mishka's clothes. Everyone's after you, and you don't even know it. So you, we both agree that unexplained things in this movie is because of Batman. <laughs> I guess we can agree on these points. There. Wow, they're driving that? up. Yeah, there's no way a car could drive up a hill that steep. Yeah, it must I be at an angle. Daughter, if you get that. This does remind me of a silent movie where they just shoot it in a park. Look at Chucko, our hero, man. Here he comes. That does yeah, no see hero. that sign? Continental Divide. You have arrived. Yeah, insert plague here. And they all converge on Mishka. He made it. Now to release Nasty Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, look. Yeah. Do not put Nasty Rabbit in here. American government. Magnetic. Oh, I, I put ma- Nasty Rabbit on plaque. Magnetic Area 1 in the middle of the cattle ranch. Oh, no. Here comes the dog. Stop tickling me. He really is fighting this time. No, he's such a friendly dog. Let's see what the sound effects are like. Ruff, 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 Be angry now. This movie's so badly done. I'm surprised you did not see like them stop the film. Somebody run out and put one of those fake arms on the guy so yep. the dog could yep. start tearing on him. Oh, yeah. It had to be. Well, the arm turned into like a hero, 12-inch uh, subway sandwich, so I knew they must have did yeah, something. Yeah, it did kind of look like that. <laughs> Oh no, his rabbit is cooked. It's the rabbit. Now, even though we have all these spies, only our hero, Arch Jr., can fix it because he's got the antibacteria serum jar. Oh, here he's going to explain this to the spies. We all die. Now, all we have to do is to deactivate the vial of bacteria. Check the bed can of the That's it. 
Let me sing to the bacteria. Maybe you and I can go steady, bacteria. Hold it, partner. Hold it. Oh, here comes the cowboys. He should have roped him, but. Hold it, DeVito. Alright, they, they took the vile magnesium poison out of him. The rabbit really looks the like center he knows of the universe, what, what is it? From Men in Black. Ooh, we're all breathing a sigh of relief. Yay! Sequel! This means Ooh. sequel. What's with the Space it's Age the music? What's going to happen? And roll him! Roll him! Stare into the box. Ah. Feel ya, man. If this was now, one of them would be on their phone as the camera goes by. You see how the cinematographer did that to so yeah. roll up to him, walking yeah. up? Yeah, it's a good job. Guy's got potential. Oh, I get rotation <laughs> on the film there, the camera. So smooth. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. That was classic DeVito face. Why would he open up the vial of... of You're supposed to let the smoke from the hash build up. Yeah. <laughs> So now he's taking, we missed it because we were talking in the beginning of the film, he gets a Sinai capsule. Uh, but Cecilia switched it for a Tic Tac or some shit. Cyanide pellet with a child's aspirin. Oh, that's crazy orange. Blech. That's even worse. Okay, now we're going to come up on the last funny joke. Now, okay. this is, again, Arch Senior. Right? Oh, right. oh, he's out of the boat? Arch Sr. is not, he's two characters. He's the Secretary of Defense and he's the Russian guy. Interesting. But you can see it really looks like the Russian guy. He looks like so, Alexei Sales from The Young Ones. Yeah. yeah. So at the end of this scene, Mishka will be walking past Arch Sr. And they'll, he'll recognize him as the, the, the um, Russian and you'll see in Archie's face, he go, he tries to play it off like, ah, oh, like, you know, he knows he's caught. And it's funny. I'm going to have to take your word for it. Let's maybe, and then the movie ends? But operation, I'm yeah. going to talk to you later, uh, boy. Uh, operation Nasty Rabbit was the most incredibly basically political. A nation thanks you. And everyone gets <laughs> their, uh, I, am authorized I get a heart. heart I get some courage. Right. Yeah, and then the Japanese will deliver the also line. Okay, we've all been waiting for Israel. Israel. I'm Dan DeVito. West Germany. West Germany. Uh, hi, Hitler. Ooh, I didn't mean to do that. Oops. Your nation is proud of you. And now we learn. Yeah. Stupid. But listen, listen. We acknowledge your dedication to service. Awesome. Oh, he just kill himself. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he didn't even deliver the line. Now we learn that she's British. She sure seems American to me. What twist? Well, that blew my and mind. And Mishka, you get room and board for life. Ha, ha, ha. You know, in jail. Oh. Uh, she was doing okay. a bad Russian accent the whole time. Take him away, Hebert. Now we'll Hebert. see the joke where he recognizes a butt. All right. He goes, hey. <laughs> scratches. Literally scratches his head. Hey, it's Corco, the fuck few dog. Yeah, the hero who saved us. Hey. 
If it wasn't for you, we'd have to talk to other humans. Thank God, Corco's here at the party. Punchline of the movie. This is the fourth joke. That Mishka's really getting rescued. Oh, there's there's the the sub captain out of the sub. Right, and he's disappointed that he's not going to jail because he's going to be with that guy. But first, to the Disneyland. It's a little funny that he's getting rescued. Yeah, they're going to Disneyland. And now yeah. Brit and Jackie will be off to be married. Or um, They don't really say married, but that's the implication of the year. You know, when you're... Rabbit will go... <clears throat> oh, no, no, go ahead. What's the rabbit going to say? He's going to say, I'm out of work again. You know how hard it is to get a job as a rabbit? Well, I started one movie. We'll have to wait for the rabbit. People have been bringing the ashes of their uh, relatives and dumping them on, on Disney rides. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's been the big thing. They say that's like one of the things they have to kick people out of the park for the most. So that you, is goofy. When your dad says, I'll be right back, I'm going to go take a dove, and you're at Disneyland, <laughs> keep an eye on him because that might be your relative. Oh, here's the final sign. The end, three rabbit sign. Well, uh, that's all, folks. Paul Brumbaugh, what a pleasure to have you here. Sir, tell us more about yourself and where people can find you. That was perfect timing there, Mike. Right when I took a bite of my cookie, that meant something personal. That's right, you can check me out here every Sunday from 12 to 2 on Mutiny Radio for the Edge of Insanity. Uh, you can check out everything I do. I'm a writer and stand-up comedian here in the Bay Area and travel everywhere. Um, but if you want to check out everything I do, go to paulbrumbaugh.com for all that stuff. And where are you going to be tonight, Paul? Uh, delivering the goods at your deli. I can't even say the name of the place. What's the name of it? Kavikas. 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 That's right, at Ocean Beach tonight. 5.30 show. Uh, where are your t- Get your tickets. LiveNation.com. Go to LiveNation.com if you want to see it. It's November 25th. It's the show that we're broadcasting live now. It's at 5.30. It's in an hour, two hours. So, Carl, where are you going to be tonight? Uh, tonight I will be at Scotty's at 7 o'clock. So I'm hustling there right now. Good job. And uh, that's it. Well, Go to Carl.Sucks you- for more. Carl.Sucks has all your Carl.Sucks information. Carl, before you go and uh, suck... Uh, we have a movie next week. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right, uh, Paul, will you please play the trailer? Absolutely. Here we go. Okay, here we go. So it's a movie called Raiders of Atlantis from 1983. It's an Italian film. Christopher Connolly. The Raiders of Atlantis. It's happening. Atlantis is our continent. 
Only you can make it possible for us to return to the world we belong to. Better. Take your money. some lasers in this movie too man they're coming back was that a death pigeon yeah <laughs> directed by Roger Franklin produced by Regency Productions it's Raiders of Atlantis what do you think Carl did Carl leave already? It sounds, oh. Yeah, no, I, I didn't leave. I'm, I'm on my way to the car. Um, I'm on my way to the car. <laughs> trying to get out of here. The Raiders of Atlantis. What, All right, well, that's it. Our show's over. We'll see you guys year, next year? 1983. Okay, thank you. I'm, right. I'll be ready. All right, thank you, Carl. Have a good show. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Bye, Thanks, Carl. Right, bye. bye. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. See ya. See ya. Comedy Festival 2019 applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual and we hope you apply 
from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian hate ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff. You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal. Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Fuck. 
For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com at mutinyradio.fm it's a great place to listen to crazy things Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for everyday conversations on race with everyday people. With Simma Lieberman, everyday people talking about race every week different everyday people talking about race on Tuesdays 10 o'clock it's spiritual psychology with Renee McKenna meditate it'll heal ya then at noon stick around Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view talking about all things from his perspective then on Thursdays from 8 to 10 It's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also the IC podcast. That's the Imprint City podcast coming soon. MutinyRadio.fm. New shows. You can have one too. Contact director at MutinyRadio.fm to find out more details. Check us out at mutinyradio.fm. Hey, everybody, it's 6 o'clock. Welcome to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival here at Mutiny Radio. Yay! You're all here. Yay! We have an amazing night of comedy prepared for you. Five hours of amazing people. And we are starting out tonight with the Newbies Show. All of these comedians have been doing comedy for two years or less. Oh, my God. They're so funny. You won't even believe it. Your host, though, what an amazing human being she is. She's been doing comedy for over five years. She runs a show up in Portland called Comic Strip. What an amazing, lovely human being you guys have for a host. Put your hands together right now for Wendy Weiss. Thank you. 
Thank you guys so much. I just want to make one tiny correction. I actually stopped hosting Comic Strip. I should have told you that, Pam, and it's now Chris Ettrick. Still at the Funhouse Lounge. But you guys, welcome to the Two Years or Less show. My name is Wendy Weiss. Um, I ate half of uh, an edible earlier, and I was like, hey, this isn't doing a whole lot, and I made uh, the number one mistake, and that was eating the rest of it. So we'll see how the rest of this goes, you guys. I honestly, I should not ever be getting high because what happens is I just lose everything. Like everything that I own just goes by the wayside because there's a hierarchy of needs when you get high that you just sort of revert back through. And like phone, like the first things on that list I'm going to say are eating, fucking, and the album Time by ELO. Uh, are the top like three things and then the things that don't matter anymore are things like my phone and my wallet uh, god forbid an umbrella so all those things fucking just all disappear so we'll see how this goes you guys I think it's gonna be great um, I'm from Portland I'm from Portland Oregon and uh, yeah thank you there's a lot of us here um San Francisco <laughs> there's there's a lot of us here Fucking, we're all rep in Portland. Uh, you guys have like better homeless people than we do. I think we have homeless people in Portland too. But your guys's homeless people here in San Francisco are like real go-getters. Like last time I was here, there was this dude who got up at eight in the fucking morning, like every single morning, probably seven, because he started this at eight, and he what he started doing was screaming at eight o'clock in the fucking morning. Okay, and then he would go all day until like five o'clock in the evening okay from eight o'clock to five o'clock this dude was screaming and people in Portland are homeless because they can't get up till noon like that's why we have homeless people in Portland um yeah uh, I should probably be homeless by that token I can't get up until like at least two and uh, I went to college for philosophy so uh, that's why I'm a stripper now, so. <laughs> uh, I am a stripper now. I gave myself a promotion recently. I uh, got myself a boob job. You can't really see it right now because you're listening to me on the radio, so. Uh, but I did, I got a boob job, and I have, like, still not, it was recently, so I still don't really have, like, any idea how to use boobs yet, like, whatsoever. I don't know how they work. I'm just running around at work being like, get a load of these hamburgers boys like I don't know what you guys like to hear about these things so uh, we'll, we'll find out <laughs> um, the doctor that I went to though like it was kind of disconcerting because the doctor like his office was just like covered in like uh just like pieces of driftwood and like uh, stones and crystals, like all over the office were all of these crystals. And I can't really explain how disconcerting it is to know that the person who's about to cut you open believes in the healing power of crystals. <laughs> I don't want a doctor who believes in crystals. I want a doctor who believes in science. And like that is it, that's not okay for you. Like it's okay for me, like I do believe in crystals. I'm a stripper, so that's totally completely fine for me. <laughs> but not you, sir. Um, <laughs> I do, I believe in crystals. I, I do like, uh, I like astrology. Uh, maybe you guys believe in something that's uh, stupid at all? And you guys believe in anything stupid? Uh, <laughs> I do, so, all right, you guys, clap if you've ever read your horoscope. For those of you on the radio, it was every single person in here because we're in San Francisco, so. Uh, clap if you believe in astrology. 
for those of you at home, it was half the people here because we're in San Francisco. So, uh, and then the other half are people that I consider to be very similar to the people who didn't clap. I consider them to be very similar to dudes who go around sucking dudes' dicks, but insist that they're not gay, like at all. They're a little bit star curious. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and like I believe, like I do like witchy, like witchcraft stuff too. I believe in that kind of stuff, but not like, not like, it's not like Skyrim or like uh, Harry Potter or anything like that. Um, it's more like, I'll give you guys like an introductory madness spell, okay? I'll show you guys how I believe that magic works, okay? So I'm going to say some words and I just want you guys to say whatever is in your heart, okay? Somebody once told me Those are the exact words, Pedro. <laughs> See, now, because of some words that I said, you have Smash Mouth stuck in your head for however the fuck long you do. This is a madness spell. Because of some fucking words I said, you have Smash Mouth stuck in your head. But this spell is karmically sound the way like a lot of spells are, and that's that I do that joke, so I have Smash Mouth stuck in my head like all the fucking time. Like all the goddamn time. So... What's up? How are you guys doing? Just some little nods. Thank you. You're like, I guess, kind of. Yeah, sure. I guess, whatever. Um, I'm going to go ahead and bring up your first comic. Are you guys ready for your first comic? These people, all these people on this show have been doing comedy for two years or less, and they're all on one show together. So you guys are going to see some awesome shit from some people who haven't been doing it too terribly long. So let's see who's number one. Uh, I should have asked people what uh, what's up with them. Your first comic of the evening is named Matthew Quirk. Yeah! Thank you, the lovely Wendy. Am I really up first? I thought I was down the list. So uh, actually, I have been doing comedy for more than two years, but if you look carefully at the description, it says making people laugh for less than two years. And if you subtract all the bombing I've done in those two years, I'm at like six months. So this ought to be amazing. So what do you say we all get back in the way back machine for a minute here and go back to my very first real set? Uh, I'll never forget this set. I did it once for the comedy uh, joke workshop, and Pam told me that it was a good set when I was done with it. And quite frankly, I'm still swooning over the whole thing that she had a compliment for me. So here we go. <clears throat> Ginger Lives Matter. My political movement, something that spirits me through this life and gives me strength in these hard times. That's right. Hashtag Ginger Lives Matter. I'm talking about the other red meat. That you, thank you. That usually kills. Now, I know there's a lot of hashtag lives matter out there, and it's easy to get confused. But most of that stuff is a struggle for acceptance. But with us gingers, we're actually struggling for our very survival. I mean, take global warming, right? That's no good for us. But let's face it, global warming, that's just hooking a brother up, right? 
I mean, the future is going to be made for them as this earth gets warmer and warmer and warmer. But not for us. Not for us. I saw this thing on Facebook where they tried to get everyone to meet at Dolores Park one Saturday. I know a lot of you guys are from Portland, but San Francisco's, you guys realize how fucking sunny it gets at Dolores Park? They were trying to wipe us out in one smooth move right there. But I didn't fall for it. I didn't fall for it one bit. That's why I'm here today, to keep my movement going. What movement is that? Ginger lives matter. God damn right. Keep it fresh. Now, uh, shit, lost my place in Ginger Lives Matter. Anyway, so life's hard out there for a ginger. But I know that I have to keep fighting for our survival. I know I have to keep fighting for our rights. And I know I have to keep fighting you white people from using the G word out there on the streets, which by the way, has been, you've been a little too liberal with that these days. 